0: Grandpa Jim, Motivation Central Station, welcome to a new year. Yes, yes, yes. I hope you're as excited as I am. Um, I'm glad uh, we're moving on Um, ever so slowly with the COVID. I am still concerned. I found out that Korea is, uh, South Korea is actually. Um, putting in place because of the new strand of COVID. I've been doing a several podcasts on this new variation, how dangerous and murderous I think it is, and um, so uh, South Korea is on board with shutting things down. I'm on the front porch today. It is winter in Wisconsin. Uh, we've had we haven't had any snow up to a couple of days ago, and now we've had uh, another storm last night, and I'm. I got some of the snow removal done, but I see uh, the city, I'm in a suburban area, and I see the city has blocked the end of my driveway. I'm going to get a client a little later, so I'm glad I came out on the front porch. And then I have a neighbor that's running a snow thrower right now. The city ordinance says we shouldn't uh, do these types of things till eight o'clock, but Uh, Ron's on his own scale, (laughs) you know, his own time frame. And, uh, you know, that's uh, not cool. You know, we should respect our neighbors and expect uh, the laws, whatever. And uh, so and then Ron's our town gossip, you know, like he knows everything on the block and who's come by and which is good in a way. I'm glad for the security. It's just that I don't have that much time. I, I, I hate to say this, but, uh, I know some of my neighbors, uh, you know, immediately around me, but I, 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 I'm just so involved in, uh, you know, the day-to-day operations. Um, And maybe that's a new goal this year, to walk down the block and shake a couple of hands here. But anyway, I wanted to get on here and talk about a couple of things. Um, I'm trying to track down a client, and maybe you have somebody in your family that has some substance abuse issues or mental health issues. And I just wanna give some strategies because you're on the front lines. You might be the only person that somebody sees, even though you don't have a background in it there are definitely things you can do Um, there is a really some great drugs out there right now people with opioid addiction um, there's a drug called uh, Vivitrol which is the brand name of naloxone and uh, naloxone actually blocks opioid receptors so um, I really recommend it for anybody coming off of opioids especially the first six months of sobriety because it takes the cravings away And I know uh, if there's any drug I've ever seen people relapse on at crazy rates, um, definitely is uh, the opioids. Um, The body really goes through physical changes. And so it takes a long time for an opioid user's body to get straight, you know. And um, the other scary thing I've seen with that is, uh, in my world, the most overdoses I see are from people that have been off the drug, uh, say heroin or uh, you know opioid pills like uh, Oxycontin for a, a fairly long length of time and then they OD when they come back to it because their tolerance, um, they they get a case of the efforts where they're like, I'm gonna, you know, they made the decision to reuse again and they're like, well, I'm gonna really get high this time. And then, you know, some of them um, don't ever wake up again. So um, if you uh, have a loved one that is um, a opioid user, it, it would be uh, smart to keep Narcan in the house. So that's my PSA today. And then I'm working with this gentleman that I think would really benefit from him for him and uh the other thing too is uh you know he's got a big hole in his heart because his mother and sister who he was raised with ostracized him and uh he really feels alone and I just think if they would uh not treat him like a pariah but treat him more like a cancer victim, um he would um I think uh, have a better chance of recovery. I think he uses to fill that hole in his heart that he's uh, missing. Uh, but today, I hope hope the title of this podcast attracted you in and, you know, how humor can really change your life. And I'm going to give you a little bit of example of where I came from. So I grew up in the suburbs uh, outside of Milwaukee. And I always say I may be from the suburbs not from the hood, but that doesn't mean my rhymes are no good. Uh, and what I mean by that is uh, we've had just as much drug use and, um, you know, lack of family uh, systems in our area. So a lot of my friends, uh, four of them passed away by the age of 28 from alcohol and drug abuse, miss them dearly. And uh, we didn't have the opioids or the drugs that are out there today. Here comes Ron with his snowblower. <laughs> so I'm going to just try to step halfway in the house. I love being out on the porch because that makes me feel like the grandpa that I am. Uh, so uh, I want to talk about humor and what happened in my world and the way I got into social work is I went to a stand-up comedy class. And my world had changed. Like, I I didn't realize I was in the middle of a five-year depression. And so I go to this comedy class. And each week, I could not wait to get back. And for me, it was such a rush and a high. Uh, so I go to this class each week. But there's no way I'm getting on stage, you know. And uh, so we, we went for like uh, six weeks, I think, to the class. And on the seventh week, we were going to a local comedy club. And we were to invite our friends and family out to the show. And so I, I'm i heading to the show that night. And all of a sudden, I'm, I pull my car over by Lake Michigan. Um, we have a nice park. Uh, set up down by our, our lakefront on the shores of Lake Michigan and the comedy club was just literally blocks away from there and so I pulled my car over I'm like man I can't do this uh, but then I remembered I had so many people coming to the show I'm like oh I'm gonna have to get up there because um, five minutes of humiliation <laughs> if I bombed uh would be better than a lifetime of not showing up and standing everybody up and so uh, I I had probably the best performance I ever had which I always thought was God's little trick on me uh, to uh, help others you know and early on I was getting some benefits right away uh, mentally, emotionally like I said it brought me out of a five year depression. And so, um, I just wanted to be in comedy, around comedy Um, so, some of the things that you can do Are, you can, uh, just write down things that you find humorous Uh, find funny shows, the best... A uh, form of comedy for me is live performance. There's nothing like the energy in the room. Um, on television, you only get half the experience. Um, you know, a lot of people say, why why go to an NFL football game? Because the crowd and the experience, the getting up, the cheering uh, is, you know very fun and <laughs> and same with the comedy show whether you're in the audience or not there's a lot that happens in the room and a lot of comedy just happens in the moment and uh, so I recommend there's a bunch of books out there uh, on humor um, I'm not gonna recommend any specific one I do have a uh, book I wrote uh, called stand-up comedy 101 live laugh and perform on Amazon uh, again, that's Stand-Up Comedy 101, Live, Laugh, and Perform. If you Google it, you will find it. Uh, and that's a little workbook. Every Almost everything I've ever written um, is in a workbook form because I believe it's great to read things, but I, I, I'm more into action and doing things. So there's actually uh, suggestions on how to write some jokes in there and to actually get a stand-up performance together Uh, if you'd be interested in doing something like that. But I'm just saying uh, humor as a tool. Um, Actually, I got into social work and mental health. Um, Working in mental health by uh, seeing how many lives were being changed to to people that were coming into the comedy class. So here in the Milwaukee area, I got the green light uh, from the county to start running. Uh, classes and I'm gonna be bringing a lot of humor into them and um, when I got into stand-up comedy 24 years ago I remember running around with a flyer trying to tell people to come in and laugh and that didn't work so well as trying to provide a comedy career but fast-forward 24 years later people are more open to mental health and people are more open to just therapies and, and stuff like that so uh so i just wanted to bring that to your attention um also i wanted to talk about the new strand of covet today uh please be so mindful of this new strand it is uh, taking people out i'm really um scared i guess i i i hate to say that word but i'm scared because our hospitals are already at Uh, capacity, you know, and I was listening to South Korea, they're up to a whole thousand cases a day and they're in panic mode. You know, we're up to what, Uh, you know, 50,000 cases a day or whatever the number is being reported. I'm not even sure anymore. I've lost count. But uh, they're in panic because they had 40 deaths in their country the other day, not thousands. And uh, we were so... um, you know, a world embarrassment on this whole thing. I just personally had more pride in our country and, you know, I never ever in my life would think that a mask would become a political tool like life and safety. You know, I would have guessed to, and this is just me, that if you did a survey on people uh, that aren't wearing a mask, they probably don't wear seatbelts either. You know, I have freedom. Yeah, it's, yeah, but when it comes to hurting other people, yeah, the seatbelt thing, I can probably buy more than not wearing a mask just because you can have, infect other people. You not wearing your seatbelt in your car uh, doesn't affect me as much as you not wearing a mask. Uh, so humor is a great tool if you really want to change your body chemistry. You know, it's, you know, Uh, We're talking about that with the Vivitrol drug. To me, um, humor is a drug. I actually made a film, too, about uh, using humor as a tool. It's called Laugh Attic Toxic Drug or Best Medicine. It's on Amazon. There's also a link on YouTube if you want to... Watch a good, I feel it's a good recovery film. Um, People in recovery really get a bang out of it because they understand the language and stuff like that. But I think too, if you're not, uh, there's a lot of good humor in there. I might give you a little understanding of what people in recovery and addiction go through and that it is a disease and it's not a moral dilemma. Uh, Like my client's mother and sister that are ostracizing him, that it is like a cancer. It is a, a, a disease. Uh, when you put, uh, you, you may sip alcohol and you, you, you say, "Wow, I'm having too much. And uh, with us with addictions, our body literally craves it. So if I have a half a drink, I never know where I'm going to stop because my body just wants more, more. And in, in my head, and I know in a lot of alcoholics' head, it's just I'll have one more. I'm just going to have one more. And that could last for four days. And so, um, you know, it's a life or death situation. Um, but uh, humor is just a great tool. You want to make friends, you know, um, tell jokes. Guys, if you want the pretty girl, you know, the guy, uh, ladies don't always go for the looks. You know, uh, humor is way up at the top of the list. So uh, maybe that's why I got... Uh, gorgeous woman in my life. Um, either that, either that, that or she had a ton of uh, pity and sympathy for me. <laughs> oh, man. So anyways, I just wanted to come on here today. I have some snow shoveling uh, to do. I'm going to pick up a social work person. We go to a recovery meeting every saturday morning and he doesn't have a phone and he doesn't have uh, a bus pass so just think of that like if you didn't have a phone and you had no transportation whatsoever what would your life look like and this man has just got a lot of fortitude uh every saturday it's gonna be cold it's gonna be snow when i get over to his place and he's gonna be outside at 9:30 waiting for me uh You know he doesn't let his circumstances uh, hold him back he still goes out and does things a pretty ambitious guy you know and he has some serious mental health issues and just a kind loving soul like we could all learn something um, from uh, this client that I see uh, this morning so anyways I hope you are well you know hope uh, you can bring a little humor into your life and Put a smile on your own face, thus transfer that good feelings to another human being. If we all laughed, I I had a comedy show, and I took it into this guy's nightclub. And we went in there once. He said, I'll try this thing once. And uh, we we would come in at 8 o'clock on a Saturday, and then at 10, it was like a singles bar. And... He hired us after the first show. He goes, because these guys are laughing and they're high-fiving each other tonight. Usually they got their fists curled up and they want to, you know, fight and all that. He goes, you guys are hired every week to come in. So comedy and laughter is just a great tool, you know, for uh, the world. (laughs) We all need a good laugh after this. And, um, you know, I know when this is all over and it, it will be, but I, it may be a while. So it's a great time to work on ourselves and try to improve and, uh, you know, carry some love to another. So um, if you're feeling low, call somebody, you know, talk to them. You'll be surprised. They're, they're probably in a worse space than you. And you'll say, wow, my life ain't all that bad. So uh, God bless you all. You all have a wonderful awesome prosperous day and uh you know have a great one and uh 2021 yay (laughs) new starts new beginnings and uh it's gonna be great when we look at uh look back next year at this time it's gonna be good for sure so uh, have a great one and uh if you feel you don't have anything to give anybody give them that beautiful warm gorgeous vibe vibracious is that a word vibracious uh, smile so have a good one thank you